like just bawling and I'm crying and I'm holding him and I'm like, I'm going to take Jonah with me and we're going to go find Jackson. So I got all the windows down and I'm literally driving this little black car in like dirt, like out in the woods, like trying to find my dog. Welcome to the Dogs Are the Best Friends podcast. I'm Emily and my best buddy, Flynn, is here too. The purpose of this podcast is to bring you some dog stories and a few tips along the way to help you and your best friend communicate. Hey, fellow crazy dog lover. I am so glad that you're here today. I have a great guest to share with you who has some very funny stories about her two little Dotsons. I'm not very good at saying that word. I usually say wiener dog because I'm kind of a wuss when it comes to that word. But I'm just being straight with you on this. <laughs> so Tyler has her own show. Have a look for her. It's called The Pollen Show. And pollen is spelled P-O-L-L-E-N. Also, you can find Tyler on Instagram. That's at the.pollen.show. Tyler is a mindset mentor, giving tips and tricks on how to manage your thoughts for better health and mind. Be sure to subscribe so that you know when I bring out new episodes, which will be definitely every week, and eventually I hope to bring out more. The next episode, I am going to talk about my babies. I have been blessed to have three dogs as an adult, and I'll be talking about Morgan, Maisie, and my current baby, Flynn. So I hope you will join me next time. As I realized, you just really don't know about me and why I'm such a crazy dog lover. So you will find out next week for sure. I would love to share your dog stories as well. So just head to dogsarethebestfriends.com. I have a little contact form you can fill out. Tell me that you want to share your dog story. Give me a little information about you and your dogs. Give me your contact info. And I'll be in touch with you so you can share your dog story. Well, Tyler, I am so happy that you're here today, and I want to hear all about your dogs. I know you have two dogs, and they're like 15, did you say? Yeah, they're 15. Wow. Okay. So tell us their names and you know what they look like, and just give us a little bit of background about their personalities, too. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me. As soon as you put out the call, I'm like, I would love to share their story. So thank <laughs> you so much. They are so special to me. Um uh-huh. So I have two dachshunds, uh, Jackson, he's a brown, reddish dachshund, but now gray as, you know, he's 15. Mm. And then mm-hmm. Jonah is a black, um, he's got a little tan on him, but he's like, it's funny that most dachshund people, when they get dachshunds, they come in pairs somehow. And it wasn't planned. So um, <laughs> Jackson is my firstborn and I grew up without really having like inside dogs. I was more of a cat person. We had cats in the house. And then um, when I was, I got married pretty young and Jackson was meant to be a birthday present for my ex-husband. And yeah, I know I went down to the pound and there was 11 dachshunds in this little kennel. Which dog do I want? And here he is. And he, I, he jumps up and he bites my ring finger. And I'm like, that's my baby. Like, that's it. That's the one. And he was only like three months old or something. And I didn't know anything about dachshunds. I just knew his face was super cute. And then he took a big poop and I was like, he works. Like, I'll take him. (laughs) (laughs) So I took him home. Well, they didn't let us take him home right away. But as soon as he came home, 
he, I was putting him in like a little basket to sleep by my bed. And then he jumped up like somehow like night three. And then he's just been so loyal ever since. And then uh, Jonah came along about nine months later and he was actually, my brother found him on the street. He looked like a little Vienna sausage. Like he was just like short and fat and just (laughs) perfect. And I was like, I don't need another dog. Like we're good. And I'm like, I'm I'm learning how to take care of one in the house. Like I can't take care of two. And then here comes Jonah and he is just this complete mess of stubborn and runs the house. So that is, and I've had them ever since and they kind of rule my world. (laughs) Yeah. It's so funny that you say they come in pairs because I uh, just recently met my birth mother. And when I was up in Washington state meeting her, her neighbors, they both have two sets, you know, there's a, there's a total of two sets of these, the, the wiener dogs that they come. So yeah. they, and you're so right on because they both have two of them. And I thought that's really odd. And then you're telling me this is normal. Yeah, they, they always, they end up in pairs. I don't know how, but if, you know, they, they work so well together. So. Did they get along right from the beginning or did you have any problems when you first um, brought the one home? <laughs> so Jackson is a mama's boy through and through. And <laughs> Jonah is Jonah. He just does what Jonah wants to do. And so he, I, I honestly, he's like a bull. He reminds me so much. We have a ranch with cows and he is literally a bull. And so he just, really, he owns the roost. And at this point in life, he can't hear and he can hardly see, but he runs around and he relies on Jackson so much. So they kind of just got along from the start and they've, you know, I, I when I divorced my ex, I thought, well, I'll take Jackson because I know he couldn't live without me and maybe Jonah will be okay. And so I tried to give him Jonah. Yeah. They lasted maybe four hours, maybe max. And he was like, you got to come back and get Jonah. I was like, okay. Like, what do they do together? Do they kind of gang up on you at all? <laughs> <laughs> well, I could tell you so many stories. Um, my whole life, they've, you know, caused me <laughs> like I'm I, I literally like they're my children. So um, no. I can remember at one point when they were younger, we lived um, at a new house and, you know, it was just a subdivision that was still, still in the process of being built. And there was deer that would come and eat like out of our front yard. And uh-huh. they were probably at this point in time, like around four years old. And they, I was just going to run across the street and grab like a stick of butter or something from my neighbor. And I had no shoes on and they followed me and I'm thinking like, well, they're, they're pretty good. Like, I think that can be okay without a leash. And so I just forgot that the deer might be outside. So they both took off after the deer, like, and I didn't have any shoes on and they didn't have any collars on. Like, it was just like a thing where I was going to like go and come back. And, um, so I'm screaming and I, I don't know what to do and I don't have shoes on, you know? And so I'm like, what do I need to do? Like, got to like fix this quick. And so I run inside, I put my shoes on, they come back outside. My neighbor's like, I'll stay here in case they run back. So I get in my little black car and I'm driving around. I don't see them. And then I come back around again and I'm crying. I'm just bawling. And her name was Mary and Mary's like, here, Jonah came back. And I'm like, Oh, I'm like just bawling and I'm crying and I'm holding him. And I'm like, I'm going to take Jonah with me and we're going to go find Jackson. 
So I got all the windows down and I'm literally driving this little black car in like dirt, like out in the woods, oh. like trying to find my dog. I don't know. It was like oh no. Road. It was still being built. And uh, I've never heard Jonah do this. And he's like howling. Like he's, it's, animals have such an interesting spirit about them because they're not just animals. Like they really are. Like they are, they have something in them. And so he's Mm -hmm. howling and like weird noises are coming out of him and I'm crying. And so I'm just like, my dog, like it's over. And so I drive back home and Jackson had come back. Thank God. Oh, and he had like practices all over him and, Oh, I've never been so ha- so happy in my whole life. But it was like <laughs> this defining moment. I'm like, okay. And you know what's funny is that they can walk without a leash now. Like they've ever since then, they're like, they won't leave oh, my side. It's interesting. I can, walk, yeah, I can walk around with them and they will they won't run after anything. Now they're lazy and they'll just sit, but they won't <laughs> they won't go anywhere. So it's it's interesting. That is so fascinating. They literally learned their lesson by not, you know, yeah. don't leave mama. It's not worth it. <laughs> or each other for that matter. Yeah. Wow. What have you discovered? Any little things to help them in their journey? Because now they're slower. And, you know, I'm sure with that long back, I know I've heard that they can have problems with their backs as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you have any advice or any discoveries that you can share with people with elderly dogs. Yeah. So um, probably a couple years ago, I... I knew that I I needed to do something in order to like, I wanted to keep them. I want to keep them here as long as I can, of course. Yeah. Um, Yes. And so I started them. I I quit feeding them. I don't remember what I used to feed them, but then I put them on a raw diet. Now Mm -hmm. they loved it and I've never seen them like more trim and like shiny coat. And I was giving them all the supplements, but the, the problem with a raw diet for Jonah is that he's a, got a very sensitive stomach. So if anything mm. was wrong with the meat in any way, shape, or form, like if it got too hot, it like it, even for like a second, he would like throw up all night. And so I ran oh, into yeah, instances where I was just like, I don't, this isn't worth it because he's just up and he's upset. And so I yeah. took away the raw diet, but then I went on a grain-free diet. And so then um, in the mornings, what I do is like, I give them the grain free and then I sprinkle in a little thing of turmeric and, um, mm-hmm. it seems to like help with inflammation. The other Feel thing I really attribute to their longevity is that I get their teeth cleaned even still to this day every year. Um, oh, wow. little, okay. yeah, they really have bad teeth and mm. I know my cat growing up, we didn't really care about that, that we didn't have the money for that. And so as it got older, I remember it couldn't eat because it had no teeth. And so uh-huh. I just did the dogs to go through that. So no matter what, and I get the blood work done and I get everything checked on them, they have to have their teeth clean because it's just imperative to their overall health. Right. And then right. the other thing that you mentioned, like with the long backs and whatnot, it, it's 100%. I've gone through some back issues with Jackson and it's so scary. And um, mm. acupuncture really does work. And so he treatments and it really changed his whole body language, his energy. And I, I'm one of those people that was like thinking like, well, mind you, when I get, got acupuncture, I'm like, well, is it just foo-foo? Like, am I making this up in my brain that I feel better? <laughs> you know, like, I don't know if I, but then when I saw them, right. I can't think like that. They don't know that. 
And to see That's his a, whole interview, yeah. Yes, really I'm with you. Work. You know, our dogs teach us so much, you know, throughout life, if we take the time anyways and observe them. And I could tell that you do based on your answers mm-hmm. and talking to you. What kind of lessons do you feel that your dogs have shared with you, whether it's recently or any time that you've had them in your life? Yeah, I, I think for me with these two little nuggets, it's, <laughs> it's been a process of, you know, they've been with me. I almost want to cry. They've been with me through my whole life and they saw me when I was young and through my divorce. And now this like mm. amazing human that's learned so much and is like starting their own business. Right. right. So they've like watched the whole show <laughs> and, um, you know, yeah. I think as I, as they've gotten older, like I love to go outside. I love to do long walks and they obviously can't go very far at all anymore. So I bought them a stroller and it's like a generation seven pet something jogging stroller. It's amazing. And okay. it's and it's awesome. But it's so oh. worth it because they both fit in it. And so I will, I live in San Antonio and I will walk up and down the river with these dogs in this stroller. And I've had it for a couple years. I probably used it more in the last two than any of before. And as I was meeting people and like date or I was dating and I had friends and then they'd always tell me like, Tyler, you are never going to find somebody to love you because you put somebody in a stroller or those dogs sleep in your bed. Like no man, no. And they would quote, no man, quote unquote, is going to get in that bed with you. Like it was this, the pushback I had from, I'm like, but these are my, these are my babies. Like these are my Right. And I'm not like one of those, like, I don't dress them up. I'm not a crazy <laughs> person. I'm just a normal human that's like, you know, I just let the, they're my security blanket. Like they get in the bed with me. They, you know, we do things together. Right. And so they finally, like the past two years, I meet the love of my life and he has two dachshunds and he oh. loves these guys like more than anything in the whole world. And they uh, love him. And I'm like, yeah. you know, I just, I feel like me walking up and down this river, not caring. Like, right. I don't care. It, I will do anything and everything for them because they give me so much. So it's right. interesting as we grow, you know, people please and all the things that come up and like, I don't want to look funny. I don't want to look silly. And sure, uh-huh. I'm sure me walking down the river is like, you know, this gorgeous woman walking down the river with his like stroller and I get it, but I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care if you, if you find that funny or silly or you would never right. do that. It is like totally my life and this is what I want to do. And so it's given me like almost like encouragement or empowerment to be mm-hmm. who I am it without that feeling of like, well, I have to do and live my life a certain way to please other people's thoughts kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's very powerful. That's a powerful lesson that you have and you have under your belt. And look at it paid off. You found a wonderful man. So <laughs> yeah, that's totally. really right. It's so yeah. true because I talked to Flynn and I've had different neighbors look at me funny or whatever. And I'm like, yep, I'm talking to my dog. I don't care. I'm one of those crazy right. dog people and I don't care. You can look at me like I am insane and you think I should be in a padded room, but I'm not going. <laughs> so not without my dog anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so. I know. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, I really, I'm so glad you shared that because people need to understand that, you know, I'm, I'm 
working with some people right now that are struggling and they, you know, they broke up. Um, and so it's, it's just, we need to understand that we have to be who we are and there's nothing wrong with us. And yes, we might be broken from a divorce or we might be broken for something else, but we are healing and and we still need to be who we are because how will we ever find the right person to be with or the right friends or whatever it is that we're looking for? How will we ever find the right fit if we're just being phony or covering up something? Absolutely. (laughs) There's so much energy, more energy to, to protect or your little bubble, then just be out of that bubble and like be whoever you are. Yes. So true. Yeah. yeah I'd say it's like, like we're in church, like preach it sister, you know, <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else you want to share from your heart about your dogs or about lessons or anything? I always throw this out at the end because I figure, you know, maybe there's something that just came to mind that you need to share. And if not, not a big deal. That's fine too. You've shared a lot, which I'm sure. I will say I was going to, I loved your question on the encouragement for like other dog owners, you know, mm-hmm. um, my whole in life with them has just been a lesson of learning. How do I take care of an inside dog? And now that they're older, like I can't train them anymore. Like this is impossible to like retrain a, a dog. And so Jonah, he can't hold it. And so I just like, I flow with him rather than against him. So if mm. I started buying puppy pads because I was like, I'm going to be one of those people. I never really liked puppy pads in the house. I think they're gross. Right. But now I am one of those people <laughs> with puppy pads in their house. Right. And so he pees on the puppy pad. Oh. You know? And so it's kind of like, I'm never, um, I think I've spanked them maybe five times in their whole life. And it was just, you know, I couldn't do it, you know? So, yeah. It was, um, I guess as they get older, it's so much harder to like try to go against them than rather just like listen to them and go, okay, you need puppy pads. I hear you. Like I'm going to go buy them. Mm -hmm. It's like pretty intuitive to, I guess in that sense. And I think sometimes as dog owners, they just think like, uh, owning a dog is so much like parenting because if you're over interest, right. And your dog is like, I need to run. And then if you're like, whatever, then they're just like all over the place. So it's kind of like a balance of learning. And then I'm just like trying to be with them and understand them and what they need more so than like, you're going to do it my way or the highway buddy, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. I think there's definitely some give and take. I, I'm your first statement kind of threw me because I believe you can train any dog, whatever the age I've trained dogs that were, you know, 12 years old and I've, I've been able to train them, but you were talking more about the potty training kind of thing and their bowels and you know, they can't, their bladder, that's different when they're elderly. That's a very different thing. And you, I mean, and you yeah. definitely have to figure that out. You know, like, like I had a girl that um she was in heat, my first border collie. Oh, yeah. And so you would get the little, you know, I didn't want to have her fixed too early because they need those hormones and things. So I just got her the diaper. Right. I mean, you do what you have to do. It's not fun for anybody, but you do, yeah. you do what you have to do. Well, I think, I think to be blunt, the the choice is either you have to let your dog go, which you're not ready to, and he's not ready either. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't want to give up on life. Dogs, dogs fight till the end and they do their best Uh to stay with you. So you're doing what I think is the right thing. And you realize he's elderly and you're working with it. What else can you do? Because the alternative to me is you're letting them go and very likely too early. Good for you that you love them and you understand they're elderly. It's just like us when we're 80, 90, we might need diapers, right? Thank yeah. you so much for sharing that because it's true. As they get older, you just kind of have to keep loving them and they 
they will do their best for you, but they literally certain things they can't do. Yeah. Do yeah. I do I hear their feet? I think I hear a little puppy oh my feet gosh, too. Yeah. This <laughs> there keep saying hello. <laughs> That's perfect. I love it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know I don't mind. That is so perfect timing too. We'll make sure that's in there. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, thank you for sharing. This has been amazing. I'm so grateful that you took the time to share with us, Tyler. And I uh, definitely encourage everyone to check out your podcast because you have such a beautiful heart. I can just tell from talking to you the other day and and today. And people need what you're giving them. They need that encouragement. They need those skills. Those are really skills. It's been such an honor to be here. Thank you so much for letting me share their story. Tyler's contact information and her podcast show is linked in the show notes. Dear listener, crazy dog lover, And I'm sure we would be friends. So my friends, I wish you a great day and I wish you peace and love and joy. 